Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now an award-winning, very short silent film on mental health. The End. Well, that was just the bee's knees, because I too might have met I couldn't be a shit. G'day everyone, I'm Kyle Moore and welcome back to The Wreck. This is the podcast where we celebrate a world more mental and destigmatize all things mental health through sharing stories and having a good old chat. If you want more Life's Wreck content and to listen to the extended interview with today's guest, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Life's Wreck Podcast and follow us on Instagram at Life's Wreck Podcast. Okay, uh, an exciting show for you all today. I'm talking with a fellow BB Can alumni, Adam Pike. Uh, really excited about that one. Before we get into it today, as always, just kind of wanted to, to give a bit of a, a bit of an update, you know, talk about where we're at, uh, how things are going. I would say that the last time I hopped on the mic and recorded for the episode that I did with Joel, I, I felt like I was in a bit of a rut. I felt like I wasn't really living the way that I, I wanted to I wanted to be living. I feel like over these past two weeks, I've really been reprioritizing my wellness, you know, somewhat inspired by the conversation uh, that I had with Adam today. Uh, but I started to go for runs. I started to prioritize the exercise that I get throughout the day. Working from home has always been a tough thing for me. And so I've really been trying to navigate that to the best of my abilities. And one of the things that I've found that's really been working well is when my alarm goes off, the first thing I do is just beeline it outside. There's a little grassy patch behind my apartment, and I have just been living there uh, when I wake up. First 10 minutes of my day spent outside, getting some big deep breaths in, coming back inside, hydrating, getting ready for my day. I would feel, I'd say kind of manifesting that good day, you know, saying to myself, it's going to be a good day, it's going to be a good day. And sure enough, I feel that the tides have turned, uh, that momentum has been swung the other direction, and uh, I feel like I've been in a a bit of a better place. Um, Very fortunate to feel that way, and uh, always excited to share it all with you. In terms of podcast stuff, we've got some great guests coming up, some really exciting uh, episodes coming your way very soon. Um, Today's episode, like I said, uh, joined by a very special guest, content creator, BB Can Legend, the man himself, Adam Pike. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been looking forward to uh, this chat for a while because I've been following Adam for a while. 
and his journey has been a really interesting one. We get into it in the episode, but Adam, he started working for himself about a year ago and has been creating some great content about wellness, uh, as well as about the power of microdosing and psychedelic mushrooms, uh, which he credits to helping him along his wellness journey. Uh, in this episode, we both talk about experiences that we've had with these mushrooms, and so I wanted to put out a bit of a disclaimer. Uh, and we also talk about how they've helped us at times, you know, helped out with our mental state. Uh, it's important to note that neither Adam and I are experts, uh, and we're simply sharing our life experiences. Psilocybin and psilocybin are the hallucinogenic chemical compound found in magic mushrooms. Currently, there are a significant number of users and advocates and researchers uh, who are exploring the potential benefits uh, that these compounds can have on mental health challenges, such as treatment-resistant depression, as well as a variety of other mental illnesses. Uh, the use of these mushrooms in a therapeutic setting has proven to show some really promising results. Uh, I, I think back to my conversation with Thomas Hartle, the first Canadian to be granted legal access to psilocybin as a treatment for end-of-life anxiety, who during our conversation, uh, and I'll link that conversation down below, it's a really beautiful one, um, insisted that that plant medicine was the single most significant treatment the above all else, he had tried literally everything. When we were having our conversation, he was just saying, throw things out there, and I've, I've tried it. And he was saying that this was the single most significant treatment that uh, had ever been administered to him to help with cope uh, with that mental distress. It had changed his life. It's also very important, listen up, that there have been no long-term studies conducted on prolonged uh, use of magic mushrooms. And obviously, you say hallucinogenic substance, there are significant risks that are associated with the use of that drug. You know, not everybody's going to have this magical experience. You know, some people can uh, have reactions, including like nausea and numbness and anxiety, paranoia, panic attacks, fear, feelings of depression. It is, it is a bit of a grab bag. Um, now, I think that it's, I, I keep saying I think that it's important, but I do want to make a note that before we get into the episode, um, that all of the beliefs that I share uh, in this particular episode are, are my beliefs and my beliefs alone. They don't represent any of the uh, the communities uh, I represent or any of the organizations I, I work with. Um, but it is my personal belief that plant medicines like the use of psilocybin um, should be available to patients as a means of treatment for some mental health conditions, of course, when applicable. Um, I also believe that, that given the scope of current clinical trials, which are vast right now, I think we will get to that point sooner than later um, where these plant medicines are administered as a modality for um, combating mental illness. Uh, and by no means, I do not endorse the use of this substance in any capacity, uh, but I am a believer in its benefits. I, I think that Western medicine has its place and advancements in medication are important and needed to keep us all safe and healthy in every sense of the word. But I also believe that so often we overlook the medicines that nature has given us. Um, I'm somebody who has benefited tremendously from being on mental health medications. I was on Zoloft for, for two years. I very much credit that with um, a, a turning point in my life where I was able to really go in. I, I was really, it was really able to quiet the noise. Uh, and then I was able to go in and do the work myself with, uh, with therapies and meditations and self-care. And so all that to be said, today's conversation is a really, really fantastic one. And I'm very excited to share it with all of you. If after we're done this episode, you're sitting there and you're in your car or you're at your home or, you know, wherever you may be and you go, damn, God damn. I love hearing these boys talk. I want to hear more from Adam. Well, guess what? You are so unbelievably in luck because you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast, where you can find an exclusive extended video interview with Adam. So, you know, 
pretty cool. Maybe check that out. Without further ado, I would like to fully introduce you to today's guest, Adam Pike. Adam is an amazing social media content creator who uses his artistic flair and storytelling prowess to captivate audiences around the world. Like you'll notice in the episode, Adam has a gift of making people feel seen and understood and then armed with leadership and an unyielding passion for visual storytelling has made a mark in the digital landscape as a master of creating engaging content for major brands that resonate with diverse communities. Uh, He's a great dude, a fellow Maritimer, fellow BB Can uh, contestant, uh, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, really, uh, you know, a good guy. It was a, it was a good, just down home East coast chat. It's just a, you know, East coast boys talking about mental health and wellness. I I'm so excited to have him on the podcast today. Adam, welcome to the show. How you doing? Uh, currently at the moment, um, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I've been having a lot of uh, low points, and you know it's it's very hard to stay up here all the time. But like when you get down when you get down here, it's good to like acknowledge that and understand what's going on. But like lately, I I haven't been understanding. So like mm. I've been really, I've been, but I've realized that I just kind of stopped. I stopped meditating. Stop mm-hmm. journaling. I stopped like taking ice baths. I stopped doing all these things and I didn't understand why. But then I was like, that's probably why I've been feeling the way I'm feeling because I'm not doing all those things that I used to do to make me feel good. Yeah. Well, so so what does that look like when you when you're at these like highs and when you're at these lows? Like, what's the difference between those two places? I mean, like when I'm fully like waking up and just being like, fuck yeah for life. Yeah, yeah that's just on that, one. Just you're just on one and you're like, literally, I just every single day is like, fuck, yeah, like, what am I doing today? It's all good. But like, lately, it's just been like, unsure of things a lot. And like, it's like, a little bit of low motivation. You're just I'm just confused about some stuff. But like I said, I'm it's Life is just a roller coaster, man. I'm just riding the waves. I feel you, man. That's what all the time we're talking on, like life's a rack about, like just riding the wave. You know, appreciating the lows, appreciating the highs, just kind of, uh, just kind of going about yeah. it. So, uh, dude, I'm curious, like when you're, you know, you you get to this point in your life. You said you've been good. I've been listening to some of your, I've been watching your uh, uh, content. I've been listening to your podcast. Uh, very much enjoying this kind of like it, it seems like this like transition that you've been on in your life over this past like couple years. Um, yeah. You know, what, what kind of inspired you to get to this point of being like, I got to like, I got to pony up, start taking care of, start taking care of me and kind of chase this like ultimate, you know, goal of, of doing my own thing. Um, man, that's a deep question. I, it probably was a, a breakup. I, mm. I had a really bad breakup and like, um, maybe like a, a year or two years ago, I Probably two years ago, but it just got me to this place where I realized that I was so dependent on on the group, my girlfriends that I would have. So every breakup was like the hardest thing ever. I'd be like down in the dumps for like months and months and months. And that's not the way to be, because I was always like depending on them for happiness. And I feel I felt like I needed them. You know what I mean? So I said, fuck that. It's time to like switch things up. So that's when I I got into microdosing and whatnot, and yeah. like just I just, then I started meditating. I just started doing all these things that I never used to do, and I was like single for about a year, and I just brought myself to this place of like I don't fucking need anybody, and right. I'm fucking and I'm fucking deadly, and <laughs> I was like my next girlfriend, like 
you know, I'm going to choose to like have them in my life, but like, I don't fucking need them. Right. Like, I, I only need Adam. And like, so that's why I've been just constantly trying to like work on myself and get myself to this place of like, I don't mm. fucking need any, I don't need anybody. I only yeah. need myself, but it's, it's, it's hard. Right. Because I find that you, you do all that work and sometimes you get to this place where you're really happy. And that's when you kind of, it's almost like stretching at the gym, right? Like mm. I'll, I'll, I'll stretch a lot. My body feels good. And then I'm like, ah, I don't need to stretch. And then what happens? What ha- what happens like two months later? You're freaking sore and like you start getting pain. <laughs> like that's and it's the same thing with like your mental state of mind. Like you just mm-hmm. gotta consistent work. So what was the what was the 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 first exercise that you did when you decided you're like, all right, I'm gonna start taking care of me. I wanna be able to like lean back and rely on myself, be kind of almost like a like my own pillar in a support system. Where did you start? Like was it with uh microdosing was it with meditation like what was that kind of like creaking the door open of wellness and being like all right like what's this like first gonna like the first little step gonna look like one of the one of the biggest things was actually last summer um i did this course on on the mind okay and it was it was just like it was like eight zoom sessions and it was all it was like basically talking about microdosing but also like how to apply it and like how your mind like how you talk like it just really like opened up my mind to like, holy shit. Like even simple words as like, um, a lot of people say like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Instead, instead of saying that, just be like, you know, I will figure it out. I'm just discovering myself. So when right. you just like, I just realized I was saying a lot of these words to myself that I was saying all my life. And like, when you just fine tune a little, like just say certain words, talk to people like in certain ways, you say, like you say different words that yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's that changing of a mindset that I find is so powerful. I mean, when I went along this whole like mental health journey, and also um, a lot of what led to Life's Wreck and, and kind of all of this was a breakup as well. So it's, it's so funny how kind of these like low points <laughs> in your life can uh, can lead to like the, the most uh, most amazing stuff, but also a lot of like self-realization. Um, I know that I had heard on a, one of the podcasts uh, that I listened to uh, of yours uh, of that idea of like pointing the finger. And dude, I was so guilty for this for the longest time was like, it's not oh, me. Dude. How could it ever be me? No, of course not yeah. it's, a, it's all external everything around me and that was the whole idea behind life's a wreck was just like life sucks and it's awful and yeah. you know i'm just i'm a victim of my circumstances and all these things and then getting to the point where it's like accepting the fact that like life's not supposed to be you know sunshine and rain is not supposed to be perfect have yeah. the ups and downs and yeah. uh, and start kind of taking that uh, responsibility for yourself it's a powerful thing it's so it's so important to have a positive mindset and like a, like a lot of people will say nah, like, but if you're in a bad situation right and like you're just thinking about all the bad things that are possibly happening in this situation. That's just going to prolong that situation for days. But if you're like, you know what, man, like this is happening for, for, for reasons. I don't know what it is, but like, it's like, it's, it's going to get better and always do get better. Right. People just get lost in the sauce. Right. (laughs) And they, and they they stay there. Right. You just, you just got to have positive mindset. Was that something you grew up around, man? Because I mean, we're both, uh, you know, some some guys from the East Coast, and uh, and I know when I was growing up, like nobody was talking about mindset, nobody was talking about you know self talk, self care, none of that. So especially not for men, that was like that was a no bueno, no fly zone, don't go there. Like there's no coming back kind of thing. And so, like, I, were, yeah, no. were you around that? Was somebody in your life like creating? No, no okay, no. Like honestly, I was just up to my dad's uh, a couple days ago, and he was like. He's like, I don't know where you learn to talk like that, but like, 
no one in the family like no one you know what i mean it's just yeah. he's like he's like do you like write all your stuff down i'm like no man it's just off the top of my head like <laughs> i just just talk and... that's that's some that's some dad stuff i know when i whenever i do uh you know some prior public speaking or anything and my dad sees a clip and he's always just like how long did it take you to write this stuff down I'm like no no no, you just kind of like talk about it in there it's always like the dad energy of just being so like mind blown because it's like they yeah. didn't, that generation like you want to talk about our generation being able to be like you know oh we shouldn't talk about this stuff it was tenfold for those guys i think it was I think I, I just come to realize one day that like I had a lot of issues mm. that I was not like accepting of. And I was like, like, like I said, pointing the finger at other things and I, I'm perfect. Right. But then when I, I did that course, it just, it just blew my mind, man. I was just like thinking back on like all my relationships and how I used to be and how I used to think. And I'm like, man, you, you were, you were kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'm just so like, so like passionate about you know getting my mental state of mind good because yeah when you're when you're at a good state of mind everything oh. in life is better Dude, and everything just comes to you with ease yeah it's it's the the um idea of like the whole like uh you know you've got like rosy colored glasses where it's like you know however you see you know you throw throw the sunglasses on and they're like the uh, the yellowy whatever ones yeah. and you're like oh shit yeah. I feel like I'm a cowboy like it's like it's truly like that that idea of like when you look and everything that you see you're like oh this is for a reason uh this is meant to be uh this is the way that it just like should be and I'm just like I'm just part of this whole like song versus like I'm the conductor who I have to be standing there trying to make it all happen it's a great yeah. thing and versus it's like also I'm anxious. I'm down. I'm depressed. And I'm looking at life through the, that lens of like my mental, you know, my mental's being down and, uh, and things just like, don't really seem like they're, you know, they're, they're working out. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody said to me the other day, like, like I was just talking about switching up your wording. So I, I mm. said to them, oh, this is happening for a reason. And he's like, how about you say these things are happening for reasons, because right. when you when you say it's happening for a reason, it's like it's like a finish ending point, mm. and like there, there's no ending in anything. There's always constant work, so things are happening for many reasons. <laughs> I love that, man. Speaking of constant work, man, what's the uh, you know? I, I I love to see like all the work that's being done, and especially like when you see men that. Uh, and I mean, like to be frank, like I mean, we we're both on Big Brother. Uh, one of us slightly more successful than the other on the show. We won't have to get into that. Uh, but uh, but you know, somebody that like I remember when I watched your season, I was like looking up to. You, like, oh, I was like, this guy's from Newfoundland. He's a uh, you know he's he's talking a lot about like taking care of himself and these things. And uh, and you know to see the work that that you're doing, like with working for yourself and kind of going through this transition in life, like what does your like daily wellness look like? Um, I mean, like this morning, I I woke up, I had a uh, ginger turmeric, uh, like lemon kind of shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I took my microdose, had a coffee, did a little meditation before this, to kind of like put myself in a in a mindset for this because I like mm. to be like prepared and of course, whatnot. yeah, yeah, but, sure. Uh, yeah, just. You know, I like to journal a lot. Some some things that I've been doing uh, recently is uh, trying to journal before bedtime. Um, just kind of like just putting like I just like writing out my thoughts, things that are on my mind. Just like just get it out of my mind and put it on the paper, and it just uh, feels good. I'm just living, man. I'm just living. But one thing that I I actually went camping this weekend. Nice, yeah. And there was no service. And since I've been working from home, I do spend a lot of time on my phone because I work from my phone and everything I do is on my phone. Yeah. And I I do believe that lately I have been so into the work um, 
it's taken away from my like mental state of mind. And that's, I think that's why I've been going through all these things. I've just been so into work, not doing all the other things. So I went out camping this weekend and, and no phone. And I just, I was just out in nature and I was like, so fucking happy. And I started laughing, like, like couldn't fucking breathe. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I haven't laughed this. I haven't laughed this hard in months. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, people just get lost in that type of stuff and they just stop doing regular life things like just going outside right just going for a walk in nature you know what i mean and it's Dude, you need those you, you need those things 100 percent. that's so i work from home as well that's uh, my day job is from home the podcast is from home uh and so i end up spending a lot of time around my apartment and i found that that like finding life balance when your life and your work are both in like the same kind of space is a really difficult thing like creating yeah. these, these breaks for yourself is really important i'm just does that resonate with you as well well 100 man like it's just, yeah, like, the, um, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah, it's a, it definitely uh, does. It, it, it's an interesting, yeah, it's definitely an interesting. Thing. You need to find balance, man. And finding that balance is, is definitely hard because my, like my mindset is like, like what I'm currently doing could be like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like sending off emails and stuff. And I, I, I never shut that off, yes. right? So like you do need to shut that off and you do yeah. need to take a break from the phone because, yeah. Well, it's it's important because I think that there's this whole idea. So what I do with my day job is I work with entrepreneurs, like young entrepreneurs. Uh, I work for a startup accelerator based out of BC. And yeah. um, that's something that we talk about so often because these young entrepreneurs are, uh, they're all under 30. And um, and it's this idea of like when you're when you're building your own, you know, you're building a dream, like you're building a business or, or you're kind of creating content, whatever you may be doing. This idea that like, especially if it's lifestyle content, because there's this mm. automatic kind of in inclination to be like, well, my life is, you know, I'm still, it's still my life at midnight. It's still my life at six in the morning. It's still my life at like all these like really inconvenient times. So I should be doing something. I should be marketing. I should be like making, I should be doing something. And this idea yeah. of like creating a break for yourself and saying like, hey, you know, I'm the engine that makes my life go and I have to tune myself up once in a while. I can't just expect to just go like redline it a hundred percent of the time and expect that I'm yeah. not going to break down. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so important to like, keep your mind fresh and, mm. and happy because when you're working for yourself, it's not, your alarm's not going off and you're like, fuck, I gotta get, I gotta get to work. And like, right. that's it. You have like, you have to get up and you have to show up and you have to just keep <laughs> motivating yourself. So like something that I was doing was like almost taking advantage of this situation and I was sleeping in yes. getting up, just mosing around the house yeah. be like 11 12 o'clock like all right I guess I'll start my you know what I mean so like lately I've actually been setting my alarm like super early get the fuck up get my shit done and then I got the whole day to myself mm. you know what I mean so it's it's not easy man I'll tell you like there's some days where uh when you especially when you're on your own schedule where it's like you know your girlfriend's beside you you didn't get a yeah. lot of sleep last night you're like ah man fuck i could just stay another hour or two it's not a big deal i'll catch yeah. up all of a sudden yeah. your day's completely thrown off yeah yeah for sure man would you say right now that your life kind of like and and i i'm asking this to ask a follow-up would you say your life right now kind of revolves around wellness um for, for, for sure but not really like i one thing that i was i used to be so obsessed with the gym like i mean i mean obsessed and like, I was like, I have to go, I have to go every single day, like, and I would beat, I really beat myself up if I never went to the gym. But then I sort of realized that that's not even healthy either. Right. So now, now it's like, I go to the gym, but I don't train as crazy as I used to. And if I take three, four five days off, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just, 
It's like, that's okay. And I used to be really obsessed over food. Like I used to be like, I have to eat the best foods. And I was just thought that that was all healthy, but like, that's not healthy either. Like now, like if I'm sitting down watching a movie, like I'm going to have chips and I'm going to have a, a diet Pepsi and like, mm-hmm. that's okay. It's okay to do those things. So it's just all about finding balance. Like it's for sure. My life is about wellness, but mm. I'm not going to turn down a day out golfing with the boys, slamming, slamming beers. You got to have course. balance. Man. It's <laughs> all about balance. Hey, dude, balance the golf course, man, you're outside. Like, there you go there. Get your little, uh, get a nature yeah. fix in there. It's great. It's awesome. You need, you need those things too. And like, I, I think I was too like into work and wellness. And like, mm. I literally, I literally stopped hanging. Like I'd say for, months and months and months i stopped hanging out with friends mm. and i kept telling myself i'm only gonna i'm only gonna party and drink when i go on a trip right and then i stopped hanging out with everybody here and, I was, and then i started realizing like, man i gotta hang out with my friends man yeah like what am, what am i doing like this is not healthy what i'm doing i think yeah. it is but it's not you gotta it's balance man balance 100 and okay so the reason that i asked that question is because i find it so interesting anytime um because i see it in my own work uh, anytime I'm interviewing or talking with somebody who, you know, really kind of like works in and around that, that, um, world of like mental health and wellness and stuff. And it's this idea that sometimes getting so fixated on wellness deteriorates their actual wellness. I'll find where sometimes I think so hard and I, I'm focused, like hyper-focused in on, on, you know, spreading out a message about like, you know, destigmatizing mental health conversations and all these things. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, it's been a couple of days and I like, I haven't even had a good night's sleep. I haven't done these things to take care of myself. So all of a sudden this like wellness that I'm working around, it's like, it's, it's draining the wellness that actually exists in my life. So it's, it's really interesting um, to hear like people's relationship with the wellness content that they're making when wellness almost becomes like a job. Yeah. Yeah. And st- when you talk about sleep, like I, I didn't realize how important sleep is. Oh my God, dude. Absolutely. And since I've been working from home, man, like seven, eight hours a night. And you gotta like, get it. Be- I remember before, man, like I was just exhausted always. Mm. Like the second that I would sit my body down anywhere, like yeah. I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't keep my eyes up. I'd be driving to work, like dozing off and right, stuff. And- right. You gotta get your sleep. I do. Sometimes, sometimes I feel guilty, man. I get like a full eight hours almost every night, and I'm like waking up, and I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I almost feel like I'm being selfish by like just taking care yeah. of myself, getting that sleep. Yeah, it makes a difference though. One hundred percent. When when we talk about uh, you know we're having all these wellness conversations, man, and uh, something that I find really interesting, and somebody asked me this question on a podcast one time, and I want to pass it along to you because I think it's a great question. But when you think about wellness, not what comes to mind, but who comes to mind myself nice myself family your health is number one like if you don't if you don't have your health like my 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 uncle actually said this to me one time i I think he's like i don't know 80 late 70s but he was like i would give up everything i have right now for my health Mm. so so like your health is number one like when you get sick when you like just have anything wrong with you it's like the end of the world right so yeah, myself, my family, friends. I love that, man. Would you would you have said yourself like let's say like four or five years ago? Um, I don't know. Maybe not. Like I was mm. just in a totally different place before, and like I just didn't really. It, yeah, wellness wasn't really a thing. Like I I, I worked out, but like no, not yeah. like no. What was that? I mean, when I when I watch like this this 
period of your life. And that's the thing with sharing your, your, you know, experiences online is that, you know, it, it does really like create this little, almost like a timeline, which I find is really interesting. So anytime I'm having guests on the podcast, it's fun to scroll, like scroll down kind of as far as you can and see some oh. like, I don't mean that far, but I mean like, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned this. Go, go ahead. Finish what you were saying. Sure. Finish. Sure. So you scroll down and, and you kind of see, and you're like, you're like, okay, like this is like, it's kind of cool to see uh, There's a garbage truck driving by. I might get a little loud here for a sec. This is oh, the, uh, yeah, back facing, uh, apartment building and the, the garbage truck comes like right there. So this is a, a podcasting nightmare. Um, but when you, uh, you scroll down and you see kind of like this transition that they go through. And I guess I'm just kind of curious. Cause like, I feel like when I think of like the truly most like hyper masculine kind of like environments to be around, I kind of think like Alberta oil fields, like, you know, you're kind of like really blue collar work. And then to kind of get to this point where you're at now, like it's just, it just seems like a really big transition. And so it's like, it's really interesting to kind of hear a little bit more about like, how that all kind of came to be and how you go from one kind of polar, like it's seemingly in my head and maybe you can kind of correct me on this seems like polar opposite one to another. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a wild ride. Like, but like you, before I answer that, before you, when you're saying like scrolling down, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. so like I actually come across videos of me, like maybe talking or something like that. And I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> is that guy, man? Like who's talking? Yeah. And I got like I gotta say like the ever since I got in with Mike Sivan, like the, the the guys behind that like have been like really really great mentors and they it's it's almost like I just completely changed myself changed how I was talking changed how I presented myself like everything about me just changed as soon as I went over to Microsoft. Um, but yeah, it's crazy crazy when those videos pop up. But basically, um, I was working like coveralls work boots hard hats like yeah. just doing like wearing like you know what tyvex are uh i can't say it's, i do tyvex are like this like big like chemical suit like i'd have like full face respirator like i remember just doing the shittiest work ever and like you're just breathing in chemicals all day oh. anyways uh microsoft and like there was talks of me like kind of coming over to work with them full time mm -hmm. so there was like a few things happening at work and it was just like frustrating me I just I was not enjoying it I literally like I just didn't want to be there but I, I remember even before big brother when I was in the oil fields I, I would always say there's fucking more to life than this man like this there's more to life than just working your life away and anyways um the guys from Microsoft and they were like, why don't you just take three months? Just take three months and see where it goes. He's like, he's like, those jobs are not going anywhere. You could go back to those jobs. Like there's just hundreds of those jobs. Right. And I was like terrified. I like, I didn't want to make that jump. And like, I, I wanted it, but I was just too scared to do it. And something that I do, um, if I have like a big decision to make like that, or I'm unsure about something, I'll literally sit down and I'll eat mushrooms. And okay. yeah, I like for those of any for those of you out there, I'm not saying go eat mushrooms, but for those <laughs> of you out there who don't know nothing about it, I personally find that when I do that, it gives me a lot of clarity on things. Mm -hmm. And I wake up the next morning very sure of things because like you think about all these things. So I started going over like what I do at work and why I'm doing it and how is it good for my health and like all the time that I'm missing. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. 
and took those three months and now it's been like a year and it's it's so wild because i was making extra like a lot more money before like right. a lot more a lot more money and i'm making a lot less right now and i had no money before mm-hmm. and i got and i got money now yeah. makes sense of that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I'm, I'm sure the lifestyle is a little bit different right more holistic lifestyle now you yeah. know you're thinking a little bit more about uh the the yeah. wellness component of your life a little future planning that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's just i don't know man the, uh, just driving to work every day stopping in tim hortons just you get time off and you're like woo you know right, what I you gotta mean? make the so most of like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like my life is actually relaxed and like everything's slow and like it's just it's nice. All right, man. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about mushrooms, man. Because I'm excited to uh, excited to get. This. I knew it was gonna happen eventually, but uh, you know, so <laughs> so let's talk about it a little bit, man. When did uh, when did kind of mushrooms become psilocybin? When did that get on your radar originally? And I kind of want to know the the and and we'll get into the full um, you know journey of uh, of kind of where you're at now from from then. But like, what was your kind of like introduction to the world of mushrooms? So when I started doing mushrooms, it was more like hanging out with your buddies, laughing, like didn't really understand what was going on. And like, right. you're just like, huh? you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that. But it's the way mushrooms is, it's almost like, it's almost like you go through stages of it. Mm. And so that's like stage one that like laughing, like don't really don't understand it. But then I started like, started doing it more often. And then I started understanding it more. And then I, I got into the microdosing, but I was like actually taking the actual mushroom and eating it and it was like hit or miss sometimes i'd be like whoa and other times mm. it would be like the perfect amount and that's when microsybin just they found me on tiktok and that's when i got kind of got into that and it's like the more i started doing it the more i really understood what was happening mm. and now it's like like by listening to them it's like i'm a, i'm using this as something to apply to my life to like better myself before it was like I just take it. I didn't know what the hell was happening. It was just right. like, ah, like, you know what I mean? But um, when I like applied these medicines to my life and, you know, you're, you, you're doing your journaling, you're setting your intentions for the day, like you're, you're meditating with the medicine. Like, it's like, you can really like reach, like change your mind, right? Like, shift, shift your whole mindset. And basically from my understanding is when you are microdosing every single day, it it like regrows and repairs brain cells and like it makes these new pathways in the brain. So mm-hmm. basically, if you're waking up uh, depressed every single day and you you have those same depressive thoughts every single day, when you start microdosing, you're still going to have those depressive thoughts, but then you're also going to be kind of thinking differently about that. And you're right. like, huh. So like you have a, a lot of like shifts with that. So that's why I believe that like all my old patterns before, like, oh, I used to overthink a lot. I used to create all these mm. stories and relationships that weren't even true and it would cause arguments and you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like all those things that I used to do, I don't do now because I just like retrained my mind mm-hmm. with the use of microdosing. So how, how long was it that you were using uh, mushrooms and, and kind of starting to get into that world before uh, microcybin kind of came into the picture and you started working with those guys? Um, I would say about a year. Okay, and so it wasn't like something where you had been taking it for like seven years, and then all of a sudden, like no, it just kind of no. something clicked. Yeah, I just started taking it for a year. I just started 
making little silly TikToks about it. And then <laughs> Microsoft found me and they changed my life. It's amazing, man. That's really cool. So do you, is there any kind of like, I mean, and I mean, listen, I, you know, we're talking about this and, uh, you know, mushrooms have been something that, uh, you know, I have, uh, I have also kind of experimented with in my own mental health journey. Um, but, uh, it, did you have any like aha moments in terms of like your own mindset, uh, early on in the journey of kind of using, uh, mushrooms? Yeah. Well, like I, like I was saying about that, that course that I took and like, you know, yeah. we were talking about, talking about all that stuff. And I, I did have a lot of moments where I just look back on my life and you know just realized a lot and I don't think I would realize those things because I wasn't in the mindset of accepting those things but the when I started using the mushrooms it's, it's almost like it like brings your mind to like an even playing field it's like you're starting over again right and then you start realizing that the things you were doing before is like not wasn't right so I did have a lot of of those moments for sure where I realized that you gotta change you gotta mm -hmm yeah my my big thing was uh i remember that that idea and you know people talk about it sometimes of like ego death and that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. um and i and i do remember that idea of like that feeling of oneness after uh after a particular experience of mine um and it being one of those things where it, it kind of became this thing where like i think for so often in my life because of where my mental health was um you know i had this feeling of like isolation where it was like i'm the only person who's experiencing this pain this sucks my anxiety i'm overthinking everything i've got ocd as well so it's like i'm i'm you know having these intrusive thoughts and i have to go do these things i have to take time out of my day to calm those things down and it felt so like it felt so like lonely kind of thing and then i remember like this feeling of connectedness after uh after a particular um experience that i had uh where i was out at a lake and i was sitting there and uh and i was uh i was with a buddy of mine and uh and i just remember kind of just feeling like we were, we were just sitting in nature and i was like i just feel like i'm kind of part of this all i feel like this like, i don't feel like i'm just like the lone wolf you know standing over there in the corner like i feel like i'm kind of part of the whole symphony i'm part of nature I, you know i am part of this whole experience and it was a very comforting feeling and i remember just that idea yeah. that little reprise of comfort was something that i was so not used to that that brought me a lot of it brought me a lot of peace it really did because it was a, it was something that stuck with me for a while i love that i love that yeah it, it, it reminds me of the same same kind of situation um I was actually out of the lake with with my with my buddies, but like so, I had just had you know I took some mushrooms, but mm -hmm. some something inside me just wanted to leave my friends and mm -hmm. like go go over to this other place by myself. And dude, I sat there and I was crying and I was thinking about life and thinking about my mom and my like my girlfriend and everything and just like I made videos. Literally, I made videos like just like of like saying how much I love them to each individual person and like yeah, it was wild. That's but, it. Yeah, mushrooms will do that, man. <laughs> it's a uh yeah, it's an interesting. I mean, I I look forward. I actually had a uh, a guy on the podcast. His name is Thomas Hartle and uh, he was the first uh first person in Canada to be given um legal access to psilocybin for end of life therapy. And uh, really, really interesting interview, really interesting guy. And he kind of talks through the the experience that he had right now. He's actually in a fight um, to be able to use another dose um, with uh, with the government um, because he's he's, you know, very adamantly says that it's like the only thing that works for him in terms of uh, in terms of handling the anxiety. He's got uh, terminal cancer. And so he's got a family. There's a lot of, you know, things that are going on in his life. And he's like, this is what brought me the most peace was this uh, was this this medicine, this plant. And uh, and, you know, I want to be able to 
like use this to help me in my like you know in in this time of my life and uh and right now he's in a, a big battle with the government to try to make that happen again but it was a really fascinating conversation to hear about the like you know the the one-time realizations that this man had at the most stressful point in his life and it was it was a really beautiful conversation i would definitely um yeah we definitely recommend uh, anybody who's listening to check that episode out because it's a it's a really um a really good one yeah it uh it it does wonders for people like i was i was, I was listening to a podcast um um it was, it was actually a doctor talking about this um but this girl's mother was in a home and her mother would just like sit around never get off like never speak nothing and she actually started coming in and like putting psilocybin a little bit of psilocybin in her drinks oh and then with, within within two weeks like the the workers were like like i don't know what's going on with your mom but like she's up and she's like walking around and talking and like you know what i mean but it just does something to the brain like i actually have my grandmother taking like um these mushroom gummies and oh like do you lion's mane in there shaga yeah yeah cordyceps like all these things and like my grandfather actually notices that like she is talking a lot better and she is mm. like more happier and hey man it's, it's it, it is a very interesting is it like I, I'm so I'm so curious like is your and this is and we'll, we'll start to kind of transition to the second point of our chat uh, here uh, in a little bit but um, is it something where like when you look at kind of like your goals within that community of mushroom uh, of mushrooms and psilocybin and that kind of thing is it something where you want to continue to uh, be an advocate for is it something where you want to kind of like start to you know continue to just learn more about it? like where do you kind of see your place within that uh, that community because you I mean you talk so openly you share stories and anecdotes um, you know you are a ma- an advocate uh, for for this medicine and so I'm kind of curious where you see your work going uh, in that space so I just I just know um, how much it changed my own life. And, mm-hmm. you know, for it to change your own life, like some people will like try it for a week and they're like, ah, this, this sucks. Right. Right. But like for me, it was like I really dove into it. I started doing like, like I said, like the course and like there's all these other things. And over time, I was like, holy shit. So like I know how much it can change your life. I talk like there's so many people that'll come to me and be like, man, Microsoft has changed my life. So like, mm. I, I know that it can change a lot of people's lives. And a bit, like, eventually, this is going to become legal 100%. And I'm just, I can see myself talking about this until the day that I die, because yeah. I know, I know how powerful it is. And it works. And it's a lot better than, you know, SSRIs and antidepressants and stuff like that. And mm. You know, from my understanding with antidepressants, I, I could be wrong, but like it just kind of numbs those feelings. Is that, mm-hmm. is that correct when I say that? Yeah, I mean, I would just and so that a lot of, you know, anything that we talk about on the podcast or this podcast, particularly, it's all personal experience. Uh, and so, um, yeah, with my when I was on um, Zola for a couple of years, um, it I do, ha- you know, I give massive credit to Zola because it actually did kind of like bring me to a point where I was able to, it, it quieted a lot of the external noise so that I was able to go in and do a lot of like the, the work myself, you know, meditate, do a lot of self-care, uh, inner child healing, um, all that kind of stuff. But it definitely, it definitely did have that numbing effect. And after prolonged exposure to Zoloft, I got to a point where I just, it didn't feel like medicine anymore. It, it really did just kind of feel like, um, it wasn't really reacting with my body well anymore. My mind, I was kind of said that anxiety was starting to go up and it kind of got to the point where it was like, well, I either need to just continuously increase the dose 
because it's just kind of a bit of a number or now I'm, I'm off all medications now. Um, and a lot of that, uh, is just credit nice. to just like taking care of myself and eating well, sleeping nice. well, um, a lot of mindfulness stuff, but, uh, but yes, I do, I do definitely say that it, it had that, uh, that downing kind of effect on a pretty consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. Numbing. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I say that is because like with, with microdosing, a lot of people are switching from that to microdosing is because, mm-hmm you feel your feelings and like you start to understand what's going on and it's not this numbing feeling it's just like you it just makes you think a lot differently yeah. about everything so like you can do the work on yourself mm-hmm. so yeah what i what i really hope to see and that it's it's an interesting conversation because what i hope to see so much is like i think for certain people in certain circumstances um you know uh, a, a period of medication is something that can have a lot of benefits i saw it myself uh something that brought me a lot of uh, a lot of kind of calmness went in, did the work. Um, but I, I, it's the idea of like the options where it's like when you go into a doctor's office, especially like in the Maritimes where like we're backed up as hell, uh, trying to get into a family doctor or anything like that. You go to a walk-in clinic and you sit down for what, five minutes and you say, I'm experiencing these things. And you walk out with a prescription for these like, you know, mind, yeah. uh, altering substances. And it's like the idea that, uh, you know, plant medicines can't be an option, uh, that I think is just kind of, uh, cause it's like, like you said, for some people it's, uh, you know, some people SSRIs, fantastic, saved my life, uh, changed everything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work for everybody. And same thing with mm-hmm. mushrooms. Some people have had bad experiences with mushrooms and yeah. then other people are like, this is the thing that's helped me more than anything else in the world. Um, so it's just like that option of like having the choice as a person to go in and say like, hey, like let's explore with a doctor. Let's explore like plant modalities and see if this is the way that makes my body feel more whole. And if not, yeah. let's go the other way. Like it's a uh, just having it being an option, I think, is, is something that uh, I'd really like to see that kind of um, legend legislation starts to like work towards yeah yeah, yeah for, for sure man uh adam is there anything like this will uh you know we'll, we'll go into our, our little um uh, wrap-up chat here but is there anything that like you know last kind of like thoughts you'd like to leave with the life Strike community anything you want to plug uh feel free to uh during this time or just uh you know like a lasting little message whatever you're thinking take care of yourself guys mm. that's that's it just just take take care of yourself you're number one um make yourself happy before anybody else yeah and just just learn to say no sometimes oh (laughs) learning yeah that's a gift gift. yeah i i I, man when i start doing that like it just was so much more happier because i was always a people pleaser and i would Mm. always say yes to everything and put myself in situations that i didn't even want to be in and now i'm like nah man i'm not going to that nah yeah yeah. and it's just it just brings you a lot more peace so say no Take care of yourself. Have a good day. Man, I'm telling you, I love it. I love it. Those kind of conversations, just hearing about somebody's life experience like that, you know, those kind of conversations fire me up, especially talking with a fellow Maritimer like that. mm, That's like bread and butter if you want to check out the rest of my conversation with adam you can and i don't know why you wouldn't you can watch the exclusive extended interview over on our patreon patreon.com slash podcast uh and that will be linked in the description of the pod as well i i think what my favorite part about this conversation is is that i imagine if you sat adam and i down at a, at a kitchen table with a cup of coffee you know uh, at at 7 a.m in the morning or sit down with a beer at 7 p.m at night i feel like you get the same conversation and that's and that's awesome just sharing that space with a fellow maritimer talking about the things we talked about uh feel very fortunate to have shared in that conversation and to have shared it with all of you what's cool too is that 
you know, I see it firsthand, like the impact that Adam is making by being a man in the East Coast and the Maritimes advocating for holistic wellness is amazing. And uh, I can't commend him enough. And I look forward to continuing to watch him uh, along his journey. Make sure to follow Adam on Instagram at Adam Pike Fitness and uh, check us out there as well at Life's Direct Podcast. I hope this chat has inspired you to continue to explore the world of mental health and start some conversations of your own about the beautiful wrecks that we all are. And just remember that through all of it, the highs and lows, the ups and downs, good days and bad days that life's a wreck. And I'll see you in two weeks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.